<laughs> I will say this. Part of what's, DW, you're going to be our first guest of Black History Month. <laughs> cool. I know, we have to say something about that. I'm looking at my... I'm looking I was going to say that, too. <laughs> videos. There aren't a lot of Black people represented. <laughs> jinkies. Okay, jinkies. So I'm trusting that you two will fill in in that regard. See, that's why I have a list of 10. <laughs> and I was going to just be like... Okay, this is what we need. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we need. There's also one um, that's there's also two that are just straight up funny. Like it's not <laughs> it's not yes. well last time Kenyon brought up Whitney in Kazakhstan. <laughs> oh, yes. That's true. Okay, you know, I don't feel bad anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's a live performance that gives joy, that tells a story, that um that is infused with meaning. Okay. So I say it checks all my boxes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, go up. <laughs> I mean, word. <laughs> Thanks for all the encouragement, everybody. We love that. I'm Jerome. And I'm Kenyon. And today, in honor of Black History Month, really, we are joined by star and friend. <laughs> and singer, David Washington. Bonjour, hi. <laughs> Hello. Uh, um, what a sweet sound to be hearing. What a great voice to be joining us. I mean, just music to the ears, I, really. One of my favorite voices. Of all time. <laughs> Absolutely of all, of all time. <laughs> He's curing us to keep going. Um, uh, <laughs> it's melodious. It's talented. It's excellent. Um, Another? Uh uh, it's brilliant. It's one of a kind. Never been done before. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Never the same. Totally unique. <laughs> Unafraid to reference or not reference, etc. Full chest. <laughs> Full chest. <laughs> Full voice. Full voice. <laughs> it's David Washington. Hi. Hello. It is such a joy <laughs> to see you too. <laughs> Uh, she's so courteous. She's so she's giving us pageant answer. <laughs> she's giving us. I'm Look, so happy to be here. I'm just you all. thankful for the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But no, it's so good to see y'all. Here's well, here's something. Uh, it very recently uh, is February. You know what I mean? And you know what they say about February? <laughs> mm, it's a good time. It's a good month. <laughs> That's, that's what that's, that's what they, they say. say. They say it's a good time and it's a good month. Mm-hmm. That's Not it. only a good time, but a good month to boot. Um, it's Black History Month. So first of all, absolutely go off. Um, and also, DW, you're an you're an iconic. Black vocalist of the 21st century. Well, I wasn't going to say it, 
but I'm so thankful <laughs> that you mentioned it. Yes, I am. <laughs> Own it. Walk in it. Live it. Is there anything you'd like to say as, as an iconic Black vocalist of the 21st century? You know, I think that I'm very thankful to be where I am in the history of the world to get so much good music as influences. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just, I want to be able to give the world my interpretation of music, which is a lot of high notes, <laughs> which is a lot of belting, <laughs> which is, you know, I think it's important. I think that, you know, it's not underrated. I'll tell you that. But... <laughs> I do think we can always use more. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yes, we can always be using more. Exactly. And that's tasteful, what they say, though. actually. Okay. Keep it tasteful, but we can always be using more. Exactly. Actually, taste, get rid of it. I think so taste is over. Okay. Well, what's replacing her? 2020. Um, extravagance. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay, so luxury, so opulence, over exactly. the top. Exactly, mm. yes. Why taste when you can devour? Why nibble when uh, you can just have the entire uh, thing? Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know about all of those. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I think that the taste has to be kind of inherent, and then you have to throw it out the window. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Like, the taste is there, but what is more important is uh, the talent. Okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Gotta have some talent there. <laughs> what about things like, you know, hard work? Anybody? No? Okay. What about hmm. hard work? But I think, you know, you don't get the hard work without, you know, putting in numerous hours. And kind of, you know, mm -hmm. going that extravagance route that uh, <laughs> okay. you know, mentioned. I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see it. You're saying that uh, hard work is a sign of extravagance. And to that, well, I simply would have to agree. There you go. And I think that it all comes back to uh, Black History Month. I think that's actually what this all is indicative <laughs> of. There we go. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what is the what is the message that you have, DW, for for the people this Black History Month? If you had to say one thing. I don't know. I, I think it's about, you know, self-care. And doing what you can to, you know, kind of relate your story, your experiences to all the people who came before you, especially in this country. I think we've been reminded about it a lot throughout 2020. Mm. <laughs> Work. About, like, you know, how just, you know, hard it is to be a Black person in America. See? Um, and, you know, we made it another trip around the sun, and we just got to be able to say, hey, this is part of our story, and saying we're going to be the next people in Black History Month that people are going to talk about in so many years. Okay, absolutely works. So live yes. your life that way. How about that? All right, okay. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> wow. Um, well, I love that. I'm uplifted. Here we are. We're writing the history. History has his eyes on you. Look. What if this is our Hamilton episode? 
okay, okay, I can get with it. DW, what do you <laughs> what do you think about Hamilton? <laughs> well, <clears throat> where do I start? <clears throat> I think it's great, honestly. Like, it's a great musical experience. It's a little long, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I think do some editing. It could use a little bit more editing. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching it on Disney Plus last year. <laughs> Work. Just the way it was meant to be experienced. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, Kenyon, what do you think about Hamilton? Oh, are we really diving into this right now? I mean, look, it's a brilliant piece of, of artwork. It deserves all the accolade and all of the praise, I believe. Um, but I'm in a season of, of um, denying myself some of those worthy things. <laughs> And I just, no. I just can't hear it right now. I don't know. I just can't listen to it right now. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> the self-flagellation is jumping out. You're kind of denying Oof. yourself that, uh, <laughs> that pleasure and enjoyment so that you might uh, better enjoy it later, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> um. Okay, work. Well... Where do you stand? I don't want to talk about him anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about what what I want to talk about. How about, David, when we said, okay, well, we've got to have David on the podcast, what, what on earth will we do? Well, as an iconic black vocalist of the 21st century, we said, well, we've got to come on and continue talking about some iconic vocal, live vocal performances. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, uh, I'm just excited to get into to, to see what we've all brought to the brought to the table to the red table, if you know what I mean. Oh goodness! Oh my! <laughs> Taking us all the way there. <laughs> I'm excited to see mostly what DW has brought. I mean, I heard that that she came with really, really a stocked bag full of goodies, <laughs> things for every occasion, <laughs> and that's what I need. <laughs> I want you to teach us a. I want you to teach us a lesson. No, I want you to really give us an education. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I can try. And take us inside. I think I got a lot of things planned and a lot to talk about covering. You know, <laughs> all forms of high notes. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, could you just where are high notes? Where, like, what is there a is there a range that we should be really concentrating on right now? I mean, you have to be above a G4. So if you don't know what a G4 is, y'all, middle C, you know, that first note you play when you learn piano and your piano lessons, go up a fifth, G4. Wow. And up that, and that's the bottom. That's the bottom. <laughs> that is the lowest <laughs> of low. Right where I top out is where we start. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the lowest of high notes. And high notes aren't everything. But if you want to start saying, like, wow, that's high, I think that start. <laughs> I think that starts at G4. I don't know. I hope people don't cancel me for this. <laughs> I think all you the, are going to get canceled. All the bases are just going <laughs> to ruin me. Not ruined um, by the bases. They're going to drag you on the internet for this one. <laughs> um. But you know what? I'm ready for you to get canceled. I think it's your time. <laughs> I had a good run. <laughs> Goodbye, internet. 
It's over. It's a wrap. Um, I mean, I've got some stuff. Kenyon's got some stuff, but mostly we want to hear what you have. How about that? So oh, just start us off somewhere. Okay. Well, I'm going to start us off with like, I don't know, like the bread and butter of just like live <laughs> performance. Like it doesn't kind of get better than this. So, you know, <laughs> starting us off uh-huh. strong. It's bread and butter, but it's uh-huh. also the top of the top. I, I hear. Okay. <laughs> the creme de la creme, okay. Um, <laughs> yes, it is both the bread and butter, the staple, you know, what everyone, extremely accessible, uh, mm-hmm. what everyone's got in their back pocket. But also it is the highest point uh, <laughs> to which we all aspire. Truly, truly. Um, and I'm going to start us off with our dear friend, Cynthia Revo. Okay. Singing, I'm here. <laughs> okay, queen. Specifically the <laughs> definitive, you know, yes. the definitive version. <laughs> yes. For all the people back home who want to look it up. <laughs> uh, it's when she sang it, I think, on the Colbert show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean... I remember when we first listened to that. It was like after our first year drum. And uh-huh. it was just like posted on YouTube. And we were obsessed. I listened to well, it every day. I don't know about you. <laughs> and there's the bread and butter of it. Every day. Exactly. It was my sustenance. <laughs> um, I had somehow managed to go see her in it. And it was before I had heard anything. I knew that Jennifer Hudson was in it. So I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to see Jennifer Hudson. Like it's going to be fierce. And Danielle Brooks was in it, who used to be on uh, Orange is the New Black. So I was like, work, like I'm here to see these other queens. And I was like, yeah, there's someone in the lead role of work, Cynthia Riva. I don't know who that is. And then sitting in the theater, I'm like, "Uh, excuse me, she's turning it out. Are you kidding? Literally, are you kidding me? And I think that like... The day before it, now this is sad. The day before that I, before I went, or like the weekend before I went or something, um, Prince had just died. And so they had done, there had been that video of the cast of The Color Purple singing Purple Rain, which is also an iconic video. Um, and she's, you know, belting up in the sky. And it's like, wait, what is, like, what's up? Who is this? And then I saw her, and I was like, this is amazing. And I was like, everyone, we need to be paying attention to Miss Cynthia Erivo. And then she sang on Colbert, and it was like, well, well, that's it. She won an Emmy for that. She did. She straight <laughs> up won the Emmy. <laughs> for a revival, you know? Amazing. A star. Uh, I mean, she's a star. But just to, like, get into some of the vocals. Okay. I mean, take me in, take me in. When I'm thinking about anyone who's up in the fifth octave, just, like, belting their face off, like, Cynthia gives that <laughs> fifth octave being the octave above middle C, <laughs> starting at C5. Um, Thank you for breaking it down for mm-hmm. the theory students at home. Exactly. Um, I mean, Cynthia has, like, just the the power and the resonance that just, like, I mean, it fills up the entire, you know, theater that she performs in every night. Um, it is incredible. Absolutely. And Absolutely does. she tops out at that G5 with, I want to sing out. Oh, my God. It is just stunning. And sing out she does. Uh, sing out she <laughs> <yes>. does. <laughs> oh, I'm gosh. getting chills right now just remembering the first time that I saw this particular video. And, mm-hmm. and like, not believing... It didn't, nothing matched. It was like, I can't believe this is happening, first of all, on the Colbert show. What? 
And then secondly, like, how is the sound coming out of this person? How is she going higher than it? And then how, what, it was overwhelming. And it still is overwhelming. I'm getting chills right now. Yeah. Then, does the, so the video doesn't exist in, like, now it's a different video. Like, what's up with that? Well, I mean, I, I think it got taken down for whatever reason. <laughs> But now we get all the the amazing clips of Oprah <laughs> in, yeah, uh, clips of Oprah in, in the there video. from uh, was it when Fantasia performed it? Yes, <laughs> so, from the original Broadway musical. But it's you know it's perfect because Oprah's giving us you know Oprah has always been that wonderful person who can connect to any person in America, right? And like she's able to say <laughs> exactly what we feel and emote that. And she's doing that in this performance. Mm. Like when Cynthia just finishes her entire like up in the sky section, we get the wow. We get Oprah <laughs> mouthing wow. It's 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 good. It's definitive because it is not just you know the the musical experience, but mm. it is also like wow. I feel represented by the audience as well, being Oprah. <laughs> Audience being Oprah, thank you. The audience being Oprah, thank you. (laughs) And that's Black History. And that's Black History. (laughs) That literally is Black History. I just want to also talk about just how great she looks in the entire performance. Like, that was also, like, part of the gag. Like, I had never really seen Cynthia before. And so I was like, oh, my God. Like, she's so fit. She's beautiful. She's strong. The hair loaf. The hair loaf (laughs) of it all. She's a loaf queen. A loaf queen. She is a loaf queen. A loaf queen. But it inspired Jam 2017 scarf hair for me. Is Is that what that's from? It is literally Cynthia Revo. Wow. (laughs) That's when you got into the hair loaves. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I love that. (laughs) Inspirational. And there's the bread and butter of it. It comes right into your life. It makes a home. It sits right down at the table and says, I am here and I'm going to sing out. Huh. Just like, just, just as like, bread and butter does. <laughs> it comes into your home and it says, it sits at your table and it says, I'm here and I'm going to sing out. <laughs> That's bread and butter for you. <laughs> um, wow. Iconic we hair loves. Love bread and butter. <laughs> bread and butter. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, I wish I had some Carol. Uh, that's a great one to start I wish off I had with. Some wow. Um, honestly, now this wasn't on my list, but in thinking about Carol, do you remember that video of Carol Channing in like 1970 at age, you know, 85 or whatever, when she <laughs> is performing? Hell, she's hell. She is Hello Dolly and she's Dolly Levi in Hello Dolly, and she's doing like the snapping thing. <laughs> she's just so old that she can't figure it out. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. But it's still captivating. It still has all of my attention, and that's a great performer. <laughs> she's an icon. I mean, she's an icon. Can't get enough of that, Carol Jennings. Wow. Okay, I'll go. I well, I'll start with the Queen, the Queen Bee. Beyonce, ever heard of her? Um, and she had <laughs> this iconic uh, Coachella performance. I don't know if you heard of it. Homecoming. Okay. 
We're, I'm pulling, I'm pulling in the audience. Um, and there are so many iconic performances in Homecoming, but I have to specifically highlight I Care. Now, oh. to the real ones who know, they are, we already been new I Care because it is off of four. And the, for any true Beyonce fan knows four and knows that four is amazing. Um, and this live performance of I Care, I mean, it's just incredible. When she does that, hey, I care. That's amazing. I mean, she's giving everything. It's so good. Also, you better sing just then. True. <laughs> I know. I didn't actually do it. And I kind of want to go back and do it again, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Because I know what the riff is. I did. A, I just did a ballpark, but you know. Go, go listen to it. I won't, I won't take away the streams from the girl. She needs the stream, so <laughs> go stream the song. <laughs> okay. Beyonce, you said? <laughs> <laughs> How do I spell that? Yeah, yeah with a B. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Ooh. No, I mean, I love everything from four. Like, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. It might be my favorite Beyonce album. It might be. That would be a great choice. <laughs> you know, I think people are sleeping on it. It's crazy. <laughs> David, you always say that you're, I mean, when we've talked about Beyonce music in the past, you always say that your your favorite music of hers is when she is more on the side of singing. And Four has some singing. Oh, I mean, it is the Olympics of vocals, okay? <laughs> she really goes in and teaches you all, like, okay. <laughs> This is high caliber. <laughs> Ripping, belting, like it all. She makes all the choices that you want. I agree. I absolutely agree. And I think gonna have to stand on Beyonce. <laughs> One vote for Stan, two votes for Stan if I count myself. <laughs> Are you leaving me out of this? Well, you hadn't said anything. And Kenyon, what say you? Do you vote for Stan? <laughs> um, I'm gonna actually have to vote for Stan. <laughs> And that's three votes for Stan. The Stans have it. Unanimous, okay. <laughs> this is absurdity. I love it. Uh. <laughs> but it is absurd, actually, that that performance is a live performance. Watching it in Homecoming, everything feels so, you know, everything feels so manicured and like, ooh, like this is the movie experience. But that she just sang right. that. Like, she just sang that. That was a one take. Like, she just let that come out of her body in, like, one section of time. And that's rude. I mean, especially when you think about, like, the whole thing. Like, I Care is great. And it is, might be my favorite vocal performance of the night. But that she does the whole, like, she did the whole thing. And, like, yes, okay, it's two nights cut together. Work. <laughs> like, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where is it sandwiched between? Do you remember in the set? I don't know. It's like right in the middle. Okay. I don't remember, but it's like the slow section in the middle. Mm. <laughs> like brings it down. Um yeah, it's like it's either directly in the middle, it might be like two-thirds through. But my right. mind is telling me. <laughs> Good memory. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to move us right along here with a, a little video that I've got. I don't know if either of you know this one, but you might. I don't know. Um, 
this is not mm. this is not one but two stunning vocal performances um, by Esperanza Spalding and Bobby McFerrin at the Grammys. Do you know okay. this video? I feel like we might have to watch. I it. don't think so. I do not. I think we might have to watch I'm excited. it. Excited. The work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we just watched it. You all just watched that for the first oh, time, correct? My word, yes. I need, yes. I need word association, correct. just like blurt it out, one after the other. Go. Um, word association. Uh, okay. I, I say this absolutely respectfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first word that comes to mind is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> David? <laughs> um. I mean, it was in the title, but I, I, I think it's like jamming. They were like, Work. there's a difference between like, oh, I'm performing and like I'm jamming. Not to say mm-hmm, like one mm-hmm, is better mm-hmm. than the other or to, you know, insinuate that. But like, it was like, we had these musical ideas that we want to just try out and they just <laughs> like, kept bouncing it off each other. That's yeah, jamming. what I love <laughs> is that they certainly, like the Grammys were like, Okay, you two. We y'all gotta go out there and do something. <laughs> this is you're up next, so uh, do something. And well, then they was... clearly were backstage, like they were backstage, like, well, what if we, uh, what if we do like the do 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 do? And the response was like, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's what we'll do. <laughs> and they just went out and did it. <laughs> did it for three minutes and forty two seconds. <laughs> I am so thankful that you all have watched this with me. I think that this is like the the best example of vocalists getting to do what instrumentalists get to do, which is what David said, and just like sit down and jam. Like you never really get to see singers do that. You like, you know, you bring in your vocalist and they just sing on top of whatever's going on. And it is a performance. This is giving you complete improv with Foley sound effects. That's <laughs> true. Um, but like they're right in tune, like they're right with each other. And like each one keeps putting yeah. something down and then like the other picks it up. I think it's brilliant. This is also, you know, the the Grammys kind of did them wrong. This was in the pre-telecast. Um, and this was Esperanza's year. She won Best New Artist, beating out Justin Bieber this year. So like she should have been and Drake front and center and stage. Florence. Literally, beating everyone, because Esperanza is amazing (laughs) and gives it to us every time. Wow. I mean, they certainly just turned it out. Um, Can you believe that there are people who are like, Bobby McFerrin, you mean don't worry, be happy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, You know, that's very interesting. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like wondering what the audience at the Grammys thinks because you know like they are like a, a musically inclined audience uh-huh. as opposed to most people I think most people would look at that and be like whoa like <laughs> that was a little too much a little too much for the senses <laughs> but like you know I was wondering what the, the reaction was that they had I mean it's certainly serving uh, freeform jazz it's certainly serving, uh, and I, none of these things I'm saying I mean to be shady. I lived, like, I lived. <laughs> that being said, I lived in part because it is on that side of music that's like, 
Oh yeah, sounds are cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the different sounds we can put together. <laughs> I'm sensing a little bit of shade. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, this is the video that I turn to when I just like want to reconnect and be like, you can just, yeah, you can actually just go out there and make some sounds. And if you're if you're with it, you know, if you're in the moment enough, like, it can be hot. They'll put you in the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll put you before the Grammy. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. All right. <laughs> but then they'll give you a Grammy during the Grammys. So, so you know. Well, T. Absolutely T. Um, DW, bring us somewhere new. Well, uh, let's see. What do I have next? What do I want to go? I think I'm going to go to one of my favorite, my favorite divas. Um, someone who I respect dearly. Um, who has transcended multiple decades to give us, like, quality music, okay? <laughs> and I'm talking about the one and only Mariah Carey. Wow. Look, I've heard of her. You know her? <laughs> you might have. She's kind of the biggest thing since, you know, bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and while there are so many, so many, so many performances of hers that I could have chosen, I went with one that I can't, you know, avoid. in any vocal range video I see of hers or any, like, vocal battle video that I see of hers. And let me, I mean, like, and there's a good reason why. She's just stunning in this. It is her performing If It's Over. um, Okay. In the 1992 Grammys. Should we watch? Should we listen? I I just, I like... Yes, yes. I mean, there isn't a single note out of place. It is, I'm going to say it, okay? It, it might be radical, but stay with, <laughs> stick with me. It's perfect. <laughs> like, she is serving the riffs. She's serving all the notes that you want to hear. It's yeah. like never strained ever on ever. either end. It's just like, it's so, and she like is moving. I mean, now sometimes you just get Mariah... And I'm not shading her at all, but like she'll sit on a bale of hay and she'll just sing her song, and like <laughs> that is, <laughs> you know the performance. Not a country cousin, <laughs> you know. Uh. Well, you know the performance I'm talking about. Um, anyway, <laughs> I mean, like she's on like her full diva '90s glam moment, and yeah. like it is. I don't know. I feel like every singer just like wants that a little bit. To just kind of be like letting go and just having a full choir behind you, just serving your very best. And I yeah. think, yeah, no, that's what she's doing. If we're going to note check, because, I, you know, I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is for all my low note divas out there. Uh, she goes down Thank to you. an E3, which, you know, okay, that's pretty low, right? And yes. that top note, um, after the bridge, she's like, "Give it to me." Put the octave up, and then uh-huh. she goes up to the A six, A six whistle note. 
for like a half I mean, second. E3 to A6, she has the range. Like, she's got the range. It is that sounds like a chess move, incredible. okay? <laughs> E3 to A6. Can I put um... my chess voice to E3 and my whistle register to A6, please? Thank you. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, Mariah... There, what what more can be said? Is there anything she can't do? I don't think so. I mean, like, <laughs> she's just... She, like, like I said, she's giving you that diva ballad moment. She can uh-huh. give you, like, pop, dance in the club, get my life. Uh-huh. And then, like, also just, like, even the B-sides, if you, like, want to take your time and listen through all her albums, like, you're going to find a gym. On every album, no matter what. Yeah. From 1990 to 2020, you're going to find something. You'll wow. always find You'll always wow. find something. As a vocalist <laughs> yourself, DW, what do you like? Why do you turn to Mariah? Like, for what do you take inspiration from her? Well, I think one thing, <laughs> I think one thing <laughs> that is very evident in this video, actually, is that, like, she creates the arc with... Like, not just, you know, emotionally, whatever, but, like, vocally throughout her songs in, like, a really great way, in a way that I, like, kind of emulate whenever I have to sing live. It's like, okay, let me just, like, sing low at the beginning and just kind of settle people in and maybe, like, give some good tone moments. But then, like, also just at the height of the song as things are kind of, like, picking up near the end to really just, like, give them... Everything. Give everything you got <laughs> in like 30 seconds and people will like eat it up. Not saying, <laughs> not like I'm singing in a formulaic way to just like make people love it, but like in general, if you can just like take that moment that's supposed to be the moment of the song and then just like really give like your all to it, I think that like yeah. is what leaves the impression, you know? Well, I feel like part of it is that it's more than just... She doesn't just do, okay, well, the first verse I'll do down the octave, and then the second verse I'll do up the octave. Like, it's more than just, now it's low, and now I'm singing hot. <laughs> like, there's also, I think, in with, you know, the emotional development of the song, right? That, like, the the riffing becomes, like, is shaped as well. That the the whistle note comes right at the specific peak that all of these different elements of it like are constructed together um that and and that is what create that it's it is arced in more than just and now i'm singing soft and now i'm singing loud like it's every aspect of it i mean she's the greatest exactly no no i think you couldn't have said it any better i think (laughs) (laughs) no no i'm serious like It is just, like, it's so natural, right? Right. Like, it doesn't feel show-offy. It just feels like, mm, like, she just brings it to the table. She really does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, keep pulling us through your syllabus. Give us, oh give my us something. Gosh. Mm, mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, I'm going to give one, and it might be controversial. Um, <laughs> it's not that controversial. I think we're all familiar with it. Um, 
but it's just like one of those performances that I just like watch when I want to just like cry and like love human humanity, um, specifically black women. And it is, um, I don't, it's, I want to say it's at the BET Awards, but it is Kim Burrell and Whitney Houston singing, I Look to You. Wow. Now, okay. <laughs> Can we just all take a moment? Because <laughs> I know we all have our own specifics, like part of that song where we just like broke down and cried <laughs> because it is so powerful. I mean, Kim Burrell has an incredible voice. And yes. like she's ripping up and down that song. And she starts it off, but then like, like the whole back of the stage opens up. And I don't think people knew that Whitney was there or that Whitney was going to perform because she comes out and starts singing her song. And it's literally like an angel has appeared on stage and people are <laughs> losing their minds. And it's just like, it's crazy. But also it's just like those two. They are just locked into each other, yeah. like singing this song. And like... I don't know. It's like, to me, that's a perfect duet, right? Because it didn't mm. even sound like they like rehearsed like, oh, this is going to be the harmony. We're going to do all that. It was just like, I know you and you know me. We're sisters forever. <laughs> like, and we love the Lord. Yes. <laughs> Together, we love the, the Lord. Lord. And I don't know. That's just like... <laughs> It really hit home. It really, really hit home and just, like, how, like, music has connected these two. And, like, even outside of, like, you know, the stage, they call each other, they look to each other, they trust one another. Yeah. And, like, it's just second nature. I don't know. It's just, it, that's a, that's an emotional one for me. No, that's, uh, I mean, DW is to Mariah as Kenyon is to Whitney, I would say. Oh, interesting. Okay. Work. Explain. When you believe. <laughs> oh my gosh, duet. Well, Kenyon, you're the Whitney girl. Oh my God, you two should sing When You Believe together. What the hell? Why haven't you done it yet? <laughs> you're right. You're right. What's going on? <laughs> Well, at the end of this episode, check out a sneak peek of our upcoming single, <laughs> When You Believe. <laughs> I mean, I'd, uh, Whitney definitely has it for me. She just ha has something for me that I will always return to. I mean, and I'm not alone in that. I mean, she remains one of the most celebrated vocalists <laughs> of all time. I think I love this, uh, this specific video because it's less about the vocal pyrotechnics, you know, and more about <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare laugh at pyrotechnics. Not explosions. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, like this is this is not Whitney in her prime and somehow not somehow that is that it's even more moving than so many of her other great songs. Like I'll go to this video before I turn on How Will I Know. How Will I Know is great. It's a great dance track. But this is going to make me, this is going to take me somewhere else that I can't get to all the time, you know? And sometimes you just got to go. I mean, I, DW, you're absolutely right that it is about 
that the video is about so much more than just it, that you get to see these two people like sharing this moment and not in like a I mean obviously it's a performance but like sharing a deeper like connective moment that's amazing like that's yeah. really amazing and that it like you know you get to witness it so beautifully musically uh it's just good. Like, it is healing for the soul and the spirit. Truly. And not like this would ever be on this thing that I'm about to mention. But, like, it kind of, like, has that beauty of just, like, you're taking a peek into something intimate and beautiful in the same way, <laughs> you're ready, uh, that Glee does, you know? <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about Glee. Look, I, I had to. It is necessary. It w- didn't show up on any of, well, didn't show up on any of the videos that I chose. But, I mean, like, I think that's also kind of the beauty of Glee is that, like, you break into song and then it's like, wow, yeah. they have this, like, more than regular life experience. And... It's really, really powerful. And I think they do that here as well. That's all I meant to say. <laughs> Whitney and Kimberell, they're just likely. <laughs> oh, That's the takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Amber Riley's I Look to You. Yeah. Incredible. That's the tea. It is really, really good. Oh my gosh. That was also on the Glee app, if you weren't, you know, if you weren't aware. Now, David, <laughs> tell us about the Glee app. Because oh, now that you've brought it up, we've gosh. simply got to talk about it. Well, you know, the Glee app, made by Smule. <laughs> I don't know if y'all are, all the 2000s and 90s kids will know that one. <laughs> but, like the same, I think people who made like the T-Pain app originally where you got to auto-tune yourself and it was like really cool. Um, They had a Glee app, like Glee Karaoke. And it wasn't all the songs that were on Glee, but a lot of the ones that were like really popular and really good, uh, there would be karaoke versions for you to sing. And as a person who (laughs) was a Gleek, who, wow, claim it, name it, and claim it. <laughs> who didn't sing, who didn't really sing in high school besides, you know, alone in their own home. <laughs> like, that was a great app for me to just, like, practice, but to also just, like, you know, be that big fan and connect with other people who loved Glee to the absurd amount that I did. Oh my god, just like Whitney and Kim connect as they sing, I looked There are some very informative and important duets that I did on that app. And although I don't talk to those people at all, <laughs> I remember thinking that like this duet was going to make me big in the Glee karaoke app community. <laughs> Would you say that you were big in the community? I mean, I wasn't small. <laughs> See what was cr- <laughs> I was pretty small. Let me be honest. Um, but I do like if you looked up each of the songs, like you could like search around the world to see like who sang what song. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I would be like within the first five covers that would show up. Okay, word. which that was a pretty big deal. But All I was right. never one of those like <laughs> I was never one of those um, 
like people that you would just like randomly go on to, oh, explore. Let me just see who else is out there. Like I would never be like the first people on those. But the algorithm was never pushing you out. It wasn't, but it also wasn't pushing out the best. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> wow. It was <laughs> very often times. <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound mean, but very, <laughs> very often it would just be like, a hunt, like they would love the, the people who would start like a, I'm singing, lean on me, but like everybody join, everybody, everybody, everywhere. And so there would be like a hundred voices singing, lean on me. And like, it's not a choir. You're not listening to a click track. Like you are not getting everything synced up and not everyone is on pitch. Uh, <laughs> So wow. it'd just kind of be like a, it was all like smooth and washed over and like a mush. But it was cute. It was cute. <laughs> I actually, um, I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to meet the inventor of the Smool app. His name is Go Wang. <laughs> um, and the, you know, the idea behind it was connecting people across the world and you know, we all can be one together through music. Um, and so I just love to also hear you give the alternate side, which is that we shouldn't all sing together. It should just be the good singers. No, no. It was very cute. It was very cute. But if we're like, I don't know, what's like a song that we could have missed? Like some random song in like season four that everyone wants to sing on. Like you didn't really need that. You know, yeah. it's like lean on me. Great. Honestly, that was a horrible example because like lean on me is a great example of like everyone being Work. like, we are a community. We can trust and depend on each other. But like, I don't know if it's like, give your heart a break. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love the song, but like, it doesn't make sense with a hundred people singing it. T. Okay, Jerome, are you going to give us another? Are you going to take us to another place? Yes, although I'll note that I don't have any more black women on my list. So I feel like I'm bucking the trend. Mm. I mean, if anyone else has more black women to offer, please. Well, <laughs> I say, we, David, do you have anything else no. that you've got going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go, I'll go. I'll go to... Um, <laughs> Now I'm going to get canceled for this. I'm going to go to an honorary. <laughs> no, no, no. Bad. There's no such thing as honorary black women. And certainly this woman would not be it if there were. Please cut Let's this all out. That. <laughs> this must be cut Taylor out. Swift, um, no, come on it's, down. Staying <laughs> <laughs> in. And my live performance is by the iconic Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. It is by uh, <laughs> the truly iconic. Uh, <laughs> well, now I feel silly for saying it. Um, Shoshana Bean. <laughs> word, oh my word. God, Shoshana Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I get drunk on jealousy. <laughs> um, I'm going with Shoshana Bean. I'm going with her uh, performance of She Used to Be Mine on BroadwayWorld.com. The uh, YouTube channel. Um, yes. Now, anyone who knows me knows that I will really get, I love to get locked into a a musical theater performance. I hear it. I love it. I listen to it every day for a month. 
And uh, I'll I'll tell you this, Shoshana Bean did that to me. When she goes, uh, I used to be. (laughs) That kills me. I mean, it takes me out. Because it's like, it's so, and the way that she's like smiling, but like the eyes are sad. That's amazing. That is true performance. She's turning. She's absolutely turning it. Everything else, false. False performance. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I, I'm just, you said And it's in the sky, you know? <laughs> um, it is absolutely in the sky. Uh, she just has like, well, here's the thing. I got into this performance last uh, April or May-ish. Um, and I think it made me realize that I'm a Shoshana stan. That I am an Adina stan. Um, and uh, I think that Shoshana kind of, I think that both of them, we're talking about Shoshana. I think that Shoshana kind of like, you know, she's kind of like goofy. Like she like is sometimes doing the most. And so it's like, oh, ha ha Shoshana. And I think that in a lot of ways she maybe has become the butt of the joke, but actually she's a queen and she can sing for her life. And she's still bringing you the performances. And she really proved that to us in the quarantine, you know, the millions of of musical online reviews that we got in the past year. She was on all of them, and she sounded great every time. <laughs> Let it never be said that Shoshana's not out here working. She's getting paid. She's got the gigs. I mean, she's stunning. I think, like... I don't want to say, like, oh, she is, like, crossover, like, mm-hmm. that kind of artist. But I do think that, like, for musical theater, she gives us, like, something that doesn't feel, like, stiff or, like, oh, that is yeah. acting as right. much as it's, like, wow, she's giving more soul, mm, you know? Yeah. Which is what I... her soul to us. Exactly. And that doesn't always have to be, like, you know, pretty... In the same way that, like, I think a lot of theater people kind of say, like, oh, like, singing legit voice or, like, make sure it's really forward. Like, it is very much just, like, I mean, it is those things. Otherwise, you know, she probably wouldn't have gotten as far as she has. But, like, it is something that's just, like, I don't know. There's a rough around the edges to it all, which I like. Yeah. It really contributes yeah. to like the, the authenticity. I feel like of the of the performance. I don't think I've ever watched something of hers and been like, "Oh well, she just phoned that in." Like, there's no. I can't find right. the like. Well, you just kind of showed up and you sang the notes and you you know you did the gig. <laughs> no, it's always like, "Oh, okay, you are you're here, you're going for it, and I'm gonna have to receive." <laughs> <laughs> it sounds yeah. like we're all little beans. <laughs> Not little beans. Oh my god, we're beanie babies. How about that? (laughs) Beanie babies. (laughs) Wow. We are the beanie babies. Um, I'm passing that into law, and now it's official. We're the beanie babies. I stand. Uh, Kenyon, what's the good word? Tell us something new. Okay, up next for me is. The cover of Mr. Sandman by guitarist and vocalist Peter Collins. <gasps> Y'all know this one? Yes. Yeah. I don't. I know do. It. Okay. We might have. I mean, 
this is taking me back. This is crazy. It's a a great one. (laughs) So I don't know what this means. Maybe you all will be able to help me parse this out. Some some of those riffs I listened to, and it... (laughs) It triggers, like, my gag reflex. Like, I literally am like... It's like (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like you should get that checked out, maybe. (laughs) I it's unbelievable. That was stunning. (sighs) Like (laughs) while just like, you know, playing the guitar casually. It's all casual. (laughs) And it wasn't like effortless. Like it wasn't even like just straight up like chords strum at like, you know. Da, da, da. Like it was like giving us variation, giving us the melodic and harmonic differences from just like regular Mr. Sam. It's crazy. How did you yeah. find that? The I title gotta... of the video is just Mr. Sandman cover. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I've got to give a shout out to uh, one Mr. Isaac Scovithal because he showed me this video. Yeah. Um, and I think I always, absolutely, the vocal acrobatics are stunning, and not just, like, technically, but, like, those riffs are inventive. He was giving you non-pentatonic, he was giving you intervallic, he was giving you up and down and right back around. But I feel like I come back to this always for the tone. Like, it never leaves that, like, comfortable, Mm kind of light, airy, like, oh, yeah, I'm just right here thing (laughs) while he's (laughs) blowing everybody else out of the water. I don't get it. Absolutely. The the effortlessness with which he's singing. But also that, I mean, inventive was exactly the word that I was going to use, not only because they're, like, innovative, but also they are, like, literally inventive, like, like in a fugan invention. Like it literally is giving me like, and then like into the next chord, the step down, like it's giving me compositional. I see, I see. Um, Yes, yes, yes. yes. There's some like through thought. Yeah. And just the way, like, you know, when you're watching, um, you know when you're watching a gymnast do a floor routine um, and they're running, you know, from diag- from corner to corner and they do a flip and a jump and a spin and then they stick the landing and then do like a little pose at the end? And it's like, where? <laughs> it's like, how'd you do all of that and then stick the landing? Work! That's literally what's happening in this video. So true. I mean, like, to just like put that, like, the vocals into like that analogy like with all those flips i mean that's like that is so good like so (laughs) much of like what i tend to do as like a tenor or whatnot is to like just try to blend all the registers together so i can like Uh try to sing higher or whatnot but like just having that control to flip the switch on and off to like falsetto head voice to chest voice like oh it just sounds so good and he did so much of that. I know. That's always been chills. Yeah. Yeah. The navigating the register is like mm-hmm. work. And I have to say, he's also a very nice person. 
I, have you oh. met him? I met him at a at a Moonchild concert. <laughs> and he was like, you're a singer? That's really great. Come to this open mic. Like, he was I was so, joking. So, <laughs> what? I told you, you about this. You met him. I know I told you about no, this. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't try to turn this around. <laughs> You did not. <laughs> Way back in the before times when I used to live in New York, LOL, the open mic that I would go to, I found out about because he told me to go to it. He told you? Yes, he was like, oh, you're oh, so y'all just like, kiki you should, you should come on to this open mic. I'm not, I know I told you about this drama. <laughs> you first of all, are trying to make me seem like a fool now. <laughs> and second of all, you didn't tell me that you and Peter Collins are just best of friends. Well, I don't think I Going to open that. mics, keep just making recommendations to one another, <laughs> as two good Judys might do. <laughs> the point is that the music, the musicality is also matched by the humanity, okay? Which is essential. Work. Just like Whitney and Kim. Uh, I feel like I want I want DW to take me to somewhere that I've never been before. Is that okay? Is that an, is that an okay request of you? I think so. I think I really started off strong in terms of <laughs> the songs that I was recommending. Now I just kind of have ones that I frequently watch. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I need yes. for a number of reasons. Let's see. I want that, and I want those reasons. <laughs> I'm going to go with one that's probably, it is a live performance of like one of my top five songs of all time. For me. For me. Um, for me. For me. <laughs> for, to you. To you. For me. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it always hits me around this time of year when it's cold outside and I'm alone <laughs> and I'm sad. <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, it is it is Sarah Bareilles' "Gravity," and I mean, I think she probably sings it in a studio, but it is live. In that, like, you know, she's at the piano. You don't have really much processing on her voice. Anyways, the song is gorgeous, and it is just like. I don't know. I think what really gets me about this live performance is that she doesn't do, I mean, she makes options on it. I think that's one. this is like one of those songs where like you don't need to make options on it. And like people will just like cry their hearts out anyways. But I think the options that she makes on this are poignant. And like, I think it really is giving whatever she's feeling in that moment. And I connect a lot to it. I think the aesthetic behind her when she's playing the piano is also beautiful. Um, I took a lot of inspiration from it when I sang <laughs> when I sang "Gravity" for Jam. Um, it is just it is one of my favorites of all time. If you want to watch it later, the link is at your disposal. But <laughs> wow. I think I, I need to be watching and studying this because I always think of UDW when I'm like trying to sing and make the poignant option. Always through my head, it's like, okay, well, what would DW do? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, what's the? <laughs> that is very sweet. <laughs> I'm not joking. 
Um, so if if you're telling me that this is the inspirational video right now, then I'm breaking out the notebook. <laughs> I'm grabbing a pen and a pencil because uh, I need to do some studying. WWDWD. <laughs> oh, that is. That's sh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Um, uh, I love this video. Uh, I mean, Sarah Bareilles, she's everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she, I mean, she, lo- in speaking about live performance, she loves a live performance. Like, she loves a, even stuff that, like, is the studio stuff, like, is often one take. Such as, okay, in Manhattan, which is famously a very sad song. Crying. <laughs> the club. <clear. laughs> <laughs> Crying in the club. Um, imagine being in the club in Manhattan comes on. <laughs> that is my aesthetic. Like, I'm finding that club. <laughs> um, that not only is the vocal take a live take, the vocal and piano take are live together, and you can hear the pedals of the piano. You can hear her pressing the pedals. Um, <laughs> that's called talent. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's, it's really quite good. There is really something about, yeah, the poignant take, which again, I would agree. WWDWD. <laughs> it's about that poignant take. It's about like, you know, that chord tone. It's about, uh, uh, finding the thing that like really pulls the audience out of their chair to like just like have to to follow along to the next note to the oh what's gonna happen next um and that is what Sarah Wells is really good at and you know I really sorry it's gonna be a joke you know I really love this video because it has the lowest like highest note (laughs) 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 it is uh the highest bell to note is only a C5. But <laughs> only like, a C5. <laughs> Excuse? But I mean, like, it is, which is high, which is high. But <laughs> I mean, like, it's not usually the kind of note that's like, oh my God, like, snap, clap, whatever. Um, us annoying acapella people do. But <laughs> look, when it's right, it's right. It doesn't matter what the note is. Exactly. When it's right, it's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you heard me. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, DW, if you had one last one to leave us with, okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna leave it <laughs> just you know, just for fun. Um, and kind of in the opposite vein of. Oh. The gravity choice I gave you, I'm giving you guys a performance that is only good. Well, it's, it's very good, but it, I think it's appreciated best when looked at isolated moments. Like you must say, I'm listening to this 10 seconds. That's great. I'm listening to this 10 seconds. That's incredible. And I think it, you might I'm have. I'm so afraid of what you're going to say. I think it makes a lot of sense when I'm going to say it. Uh, <laughs> this shady brand. It is the one. <laughs> no, I love this. I, look, I have loved this person since 2012, maybe. Right. So, so it's Jesse J. 
it is not Jesse J, but it's a, oh. very close, very close. Wait, uh, I was just as an honorable mention. I was wa- watching a TikTok today of that um, <laughs> that uh, version of price tag that she does. <laughs> she's like, break it down. Yes, yes, yes. I don't remember that exact moment. Okay, well, we'll we'll revisit that one later, but please. Right. Um, wow, I'm so glad that I get to give this last moment to the one, the only, Ms. Stacy Francis. Oh, my <laughs> I was waiting God. for this. With Oh Holy Night. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. We are all okay, I was waiting for this, too, because... You know, I had a I had a ringer on my list. Famously, you know, my favorite white man of all time, David Phelps, singing "Oh Holy Night." Look, um, <laughs> which is deeply iconic, and I would say that this too is iconic in its own right. <laughs> I mean, like we can talk about it. We can break down the riff, if you will. Um, <laughs> it's dramatic. It is uh, also irreverent. You know. <laughs> It is in some cabaret, who knows where. <laughs> Stacy's in the full wool coat. No, no, she's a poncho. She's in a yes. she's in a little poncho, and has a little headpiece on. Yes, and she's just like everybody. It's Stacy Francis here to sing like your <laughs> Christmas classic, and she does not sing below the staff. She doesn't. <laughs> like she did not learn. <laughs> Because, like, when you have the range, might as well flaunt it. But when you listen to it for, you know, the whole four minutes, it can be like, I need a breath. That's why I say, (laughs) although she doesn't need the breath, you might need the breath. (laughs) (laughs) What does she say? She says, this one's um, for my crew over there. Yes, this one's for my crew crew over over there. there. There was like like if you ever want to kick something off, that's how you do it. <laughs> Bring there. the beat in. <laughs> ba, 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 da. Um, but that actually came at the end of the performance. At the beginning, after they announce her, before she even starts singing, she's like, such pressure, which you know <laughs> she didn't feel at all. At all. She was like, oh, I'm about to eat this up. <laughs> and she did. But it's all about, you know, just like leaving the illusion. Look. Yes. Famously, she's an actress. She's an actress. She was in Footloose. Uh huh. On Broadway. For the boy. Wow. <laughs> now, I should have added that video too. <laughs> for the ice skating, you know. <laughs> um, um, she's an icon. Stacey Francis is an icon. True. Um, and Oh Holy Night, more like Oh Iconic Night. I feel like I turn to oh, this video when I night. need to be reminded of just the power of presence, you know? Like vocal presence, <laughs> stage presence, Christmas presence. <laughs> <laughs> she, exactly. She's exuding and, and leaves it all. <laughs> on everywhere. She leaves it all everywhere. 
Leaves it all on the field. Leaves it all on the court. Uh, and when you think she can't go higher, she does. <laughs> I can go higher. I can <laughs> go higher. Miss <laughs> Stacy Francis. <clears throat> Which is also just like, I feel like we all think about like the highest note, like deep, or whatever, that C6. I was like, oh, that's uh-huh. the highest note. It's not. It is not the highest <laughs> note she sings. She definitely goes up a fourth above that, which is crazy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> which is just god. like, wow. How do I? <laughs> how do you fit all of that in one performance? It takes a legend. It takes. It a takes legend a legend like to perfectly Francis. plan. <laughs> how did you do it? <laughs> Hashtag dope. Hashtag dope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay i feel like we've uh <laughs> i feel honestly like we've we've gotten like a little audit of uh the a a course at the david washington school of belting i feel like that's really what we've had today. i think you have i think you have <laughs> i like i put in a lot of the the really iconic moments for me and all my students in there. <laughs> you, your faculty, your student body. Exactly. Yes. yes. Um, shall we? Let's. Shall we do a little, a, a bit of a binary? I'm down. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna start with. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm interested to see uh, where where David's heart truly lies. Um, there are a lot of folks that we could put into this. Uh, I'm, I'm, my binary is going to be uh, two iconic divas that were mentioned today. Uh, Mariah Carey. Don't do it to me. And Jesse J. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> David is upset. <laughs> Man. Oh, that's so rude. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, I think, and I love this person so, so much, the one I'm not going to choose. <laughs> but it has to be Mariah. I mean, like, she is just like pop music. For the last 30, 40 years. <laughs> right? <laughs> so <Not> 40 years. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not 40. It's 30. Um, <laughs> my math got flipped. Um, but, I mean, she's just, she like stole our hearts, right? With like emotions. <laughs> yes. Vision of love. Yes. And then, you know, Osana in 2020. <laughs> Bringing together the divas of the present age, or Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson. I mean, like, everyone who is a singer has to be like Mariah Carey. Now, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. But just to give my love to Jesse J, you know, like, I said that, like, you know, my diva who I am today is Jesse J. I think that she's incredibly talented. I think she makes a lot of ambitious choices. And she never, like, she does music for the love of it. 
And I can tell that she yeah. really, really loves it. But, you know, she's just not quite as, like, cemented in, like, you know, musical history as Mariah Carey is. So I have to go with Mariah, but so much love for Jesse. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Really, a brilliant analysis of the conundrum that that binary was. <laughs> um, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, Thank you. I think you put it quite beautifully. I have a binary if y'all would like to. Yes, please. You know, yes. <laughs> partake. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's all stained within brand, so no surprises there. But. It is going to be chest belt, like full chest, or mixed belt. Wow. I mean, this is the question. <laughs> wow. I think I can, I can, I can, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought I had it, but then I lost it. No, okay. I think because of what I... <laughs> In my own vocal practice, I guess I should say, I lean heavy on the on the mix right on up there. Um, and I enjoy the control that it gives. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for mixed belt for for control, um, for keeping it nice and nice and tight and close. Sometimes I feel like that chest belt <laughs> will leave you out there. You get to it and it'll it'll leave you stranded with no way to get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I actually, mix has done a lot for me. My life changed when I began to mix. Um, that's, that's when I, I started on my new path. That's when I started, I started my new life. Um, but I will say at heart, I mean, I'm a chest girl at heart. I've, it's my tried and true, you know. It's it's the first thing I had. First <laughs> gift that I was given. Um and though I have oft used it perhaps when it shan't have been used uh it's always been well, I can't say it's always been there for me, but I certainly have uh relied on that as though it might have been. <laughs> Um, and also when someone is giving you that like full chest moment and you're like, okay, sing power mm -hmm. work. Um, there's no denying. And so I'm, I'm going to have to give it to the chest. Let's hear it for the chest. <laughs> wow. wow. It's good. Okay. I'll have to close this off. We've talked much about the music that sustains us today. Um, so the binary is bread or butter. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, this almost uh, hinges on a classic binary for me, which is bread versus potatoes. Um, one of my favorite binaries uh, throughout all of time. Um but I actually, I'm going to have to go with butter. Butter? I mean, butter. Butter, <laughs> butter, butter. I love butter. Butter is good. You can use it for anything, truly. And I do. And uh, to that I say, it's got to be butter. 
That is really difficult, Kenyon. I'm actually very <laughs> mad that you made me choose between these two. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think it was great that you mentioned the bread versus potatoes thing, Jerome, because, I mean, for me, bread wins that. And then here, I think bread also has to win. I mean, like, in the hard, like, butter is so good. I get you. And you can use it for so many things. But mm-hmm. what you use it for is because it's like it's a fat, right? Or it can, right. like, add flavor. There are other ways to add flavors and to, you know, add fat to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you even have butter substitutes. You know, there's a whole company. I can't believe it's not butter. You know, raking it in because butter does have that kind of like, mm, maybe I shouldn't use it. Mama, let me tell you this. I can believe. I can believe it's not butter. Oh, because it don't taste the same? It doesn't. And when I was a kid, for whatever reason, like, we were a margarine family. Mm-hmm. Same. Until we just decided not to be. There was no, re- like, the- <laughs> I think it was because it was easy to scoop out of that little tin mm-hmm. of that little plastic container. Yeah. But then we were like, okay, well, we don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> anyway, you were singing the praises of bread. Well, I mean, like, just there are also so many different types of bread in a way that I don't think you can get that, like, as a substitute. Or even, like, kind of like a half, you know, it kind mm-hmm. of works maybe version of it, right? Like, you have your just, like, regular old plate, regular old <laughs> Plain rye bread. You have your wheat breads. You have your rye. You got your sourdoughs. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. if you want to throw some raisins in there, that's also great. Make it into a muffin. No, make well, it to a cake. it's not great, but it's an option. Raisin bread? You don't like raisin bread? It's not for me. What? Raisin cinnamon toast? Y'all, oh, raisins no. aren't the tea. Turn the mics off. Close it. Shut it down. No. Y'all are some... Ra- now y'all are the raisin girls. Yes, actually, I am. <laughs> That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> no, I like, if I'm trying to be skinny, uh, I will have cinnamon raisin toast, which is not what skinny people eat. Anyway, I will have that for dessert because it's so good. And you can put your, you know, margarine or butter substitute on it to just elevate it to the next level. It's so good. It's so good. Well, you heard it here first. David Washington is a raisin girl. (laughs) I am. I am. And stay tuned for our cover of When You Believe. (laughs) Ready? Thanks for listening, divas. We Love That is brought to you by Kenyon and Jerome. Our music is by Sophia Campomore and our art is by Griffin Keller. And please drop us a line at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. Bye, my friend. And as for us, 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 and as